This is Veronica Ortiz Rodriguez from Car Chaos. Hey, this is Cam Pipes from Three Inches of Blood. This is Missy Abula from Your Chance to Die. This is Brittany Slace from Unleash the Archers. This is Sean Peck from Cage and Death Dealer. You're listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Has there ever been a better name for a podcast? No. So turn it up! Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, dude, what's up? Oh, same old thing, Saturday night, bottom of the basement. Cool. So, are are you guys ready to talk about uh, the uh, catacombs of the Black Vatican? Yeah, we're ready to talk about the new Black Label, uh, catacombs of the Black Vatican, and let me start by saying we're doing this with my original roommate, the guy that turned me on to Black Label Society to begin with, Noah Richardson. And you will not find a faster or more clerical shredder than him in Davis County, KY. That's pretty good. You're breaking up. Are you able to get the laptop and try to use it? Yeah, let me go grab it. Just hold it on. All right, I'm going to hang up and you Skype call me when you get on, okay? Hey, talk to these two fuck bags for just a second and I'll be right back. Hey, did you shit your pants? <laughs> Who am I talking to? He is not in condition to be doing a podcast. We're going to try, and if it doesn't work, we'll try again. Who is this? This is Brian. Oh, Brian, this is Paris's friend, Noah. Okay, Noah. Now you were you're his original roommate. Yeah, uh, playing some local bands. Just you know, nothing nothing special. Just some metal stuff. I mean, all the way from you know, it's pretty hardcore stuff to you know, covers and playing cool. in what uh, landmass scene we have around here. <laughs> so who who did you cover when you played the band, man? Man, I've covered everything from Prince to Skid Row to the Deftones to Avenged Sevenfold. I mean, but I listen to super heavy stuff like Whitechapel, Lamb of God, and Open. So, yeah. uh, so do you play? Do you play guitar? I take it. Yeah, I play guitar and do vocals also. Oh, so you sing also? Are you? Do, do you do both at the same time? Oh no, no. I leave that to like Dave Mustaine and uh, guys much more talented. You know, Zach can do it and be badass at it. Uh, me, not so yeah. much. Hey, 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 you can do either one, man. You're good in my book. So um, you were the one that introduced Paris to Black Label Society, right? Well, yeah, and it was just a random thing. As roommates, you know, I got the 1919 Eternal album and just thought it was totally badass. And uh, and then, you know, unleashed a demon on the world when when Paris became a Black Label fan. (laughs) That's that's, that's accurate. That's definitely accurate. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> so do you have the new album? What's that? Do you have the new album? Do you have Catacombs of the Black Vatican? Uh, I have a body, and I, I listened to it uh, online. And, I, you know, I got to say, the thing for me about Zach has never meant that he's not totally badass. But yeah. especially the lead that he plays now is the same lead a lot of the time that he played 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, and as a guitarist, I can tell, you know, he uses, like, the same effects, and, you know, it's it's extremely recognizable, which is awesome, 
But I know how good Dak is, and so, you know, the fact that he has expanded a little bit more. You know, he has a few lighter songs, which is awesome because he does his thing. But I just think, you know, I've always wanted to hear him, you know, write an epic-type song or write something that's, you know, a little bit different than than what you get, you know, every album. He, he, he has a distinct sound, that's for sure. He's one of those few guys that when you hear it, you go, okay, that's Zach Wilde playing right there. Yeah, there's, there's no... Uh, you know, coincidence that him and Dom were, were great friends because they were both the same way. I mean, when you heard it, it's almost like hearing ACDC. You know, you know exactly who you're hearing at that moment as soon as you hear it. Yeah, man, I'd, I'd freaking love to hear him hear him uh, do a reunion tour with Pantera, but according to Vinny, that's never going to happen. Yeah, I don't know what to do is with Vinny blaming everything on Phil. I mean, I was always kind of a Phil fan. Uh, you know, I love Down. I even like Super Joints, you know, when they were around. But yeah. uh, you know, Phil had his back and he got, you know, out there for a while. And, and it's unfortunate the way things went down. But to, to blame anything that happened to Tom on Phil, I think, is, you know, a little unfair. He was obviously pretty upset when it happened, as we all were. So I just, I wish they could put it, you know, I, I would rather, much rather hear a Pantera band with Zach Wilde than Hell Yeah. And I'm a Dude, he, he freaking <laughs> hates. Phil, I mean, it's amazing how much animosity there is there. Yeah, it, it, it really is. I mean, and I like Vinny, and Vinny's a great drummer, and obviously, you know, a pretty awesome dude to party with, hang with. You know, Phil's yeah. always been more closed off, but, I mean, they made great music together, and they obviously could stand each other for a lot of years before whatever happened there at the end. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate for fans. That they can't, and I don't think it's on Phil's part. Phil's obviously chilled out a lot, you know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And no, not that he didn't make some mistakes, maybe, but shit, we all do, you know. There's some really oh, yeah. good, really good music not getting made, uh, you know, because of that unfortunate situation. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Well, um, so Parrish is gone to get the uh, laptop. Is that correct? If he is still conscious. That's what he intended to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Why, why don't you go check and see if he's conscious, and then I'm going to call you guys back in about five minutes. Okay? All right, cool, man. Sounds good. All right. I'll talk to you later, Noah. Dude. Basically, we're all uh, squatted down in the office. I don't even want to know what that means, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better watch that 70s show with somewhere to fall so fly. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So, but, uh, if you're ready to do the interview, man, we are more than ready, and we actually even have a referee for this shit. But, <laughs> Tammy's computer is dead right now. Uh, can we do it over the phone? We, we can try it, but you have to make sure that the phone is close to whoever's talking. All right, I'll tell you what. I'm going to put it on speaker, and I'm going to put it on a chair right here, and with our mouths right directly over it, so you should be able to hear us just fine. 
Okay, cool, cool. All right, here we go. Let me know. All right. We have Cousin Parrish and several of his friends who are going to review the new Black Label Society for us, Catacombs of the Black Vatican. Let's start off with uh, you, Parrish. Um, tell me what you thought of this album. Man, it, i got to be honest, it's just like the new Black Sabbath album. Um, it's like a heavy, mellow sound. Um, uh, if you listen to Hangovers Part 4, uh, it's just like that, but it's just a little bit heavier and a lot more piano. I loved it. Uh, I like the direction the band's going in. And but on the other hand, I've got to admit, it's great for putting my two-year-old to sleep too. So, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, um, I'm gonna let you talk to the guy that actually is the guy that turned me on to Black Label in the first place. Because I gotta be honest with you, I never liked Jack until uh -huh. he did the Black Label thing. I always thought he thought of him as the janky Lee replacement. Right, so, yeah, a lot of people did. I was a big fan of janky Lee. Um, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I'm a big fan of anybody that can use a guitar that doesn't need a whammy bar to make it squeal. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let you talk to my former roommate and, like I said, the guy that turned me on to him to begin with, Norman yeah. Richardson, and you will not find a finer guitarist in the city of Owensburg, Kentucky, on that note. Noah, cool. All right, Noah, tell me what you thought about the album, Noah. Uh, to be honest, you know, being a huge fan of, like, the 1919 Eternal album and some of the earlier uh, Black Label stuff, I got right. to say, he's, he's, he's very, to me, for the most part, stuck in the same vein. Uh, I don't know what album Mr. Parrish was listening to, but... Uh, you know, he's, he's a little bit older than I am. Maybe his hearing's not what it used to be. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Zach's, Zach's great, and that, there's no denying that. But at the same time, how many, you know, chorus-laden, overdub solos are we going to hear? Right. But if nothing else, he just uses a different effect every once in a while. And I think he's just capable of a lot more. To me, he, he's turning into Eddie Van Halen, the guy that could have been way better than he actually was. Yeah. So you, you you hear it as a little bit of the same old, same old. Is that correct? For the most part, I mean, he puts a couple, and then most of his albums have a few songs that just are not of that vein that most of the album is. I mean, most of this was, you know, it's it's almost like groove metal. I mean, I'm not a big label guy, but I mean, that's what I would say. It's, it has a, a good groove, but it's heavy. But then he has yeah. a few songs that, you know, and one of them almost has a country feel to it, but that's Zach. He can do what he wants. And I wish he would do more of that, just, you know, go whatever direction instead of just the same old thing. Yeah, if, if I had to say anything about this album, I would say it's a little mellower than some of his other stuff. Would you agree or disagree with that? Oh, no, I would definitely agree, just because a lot of the more thrash element that some of the other albums have had, this one doesn't really have much of that. Like I said, it's got more of a groove groove feel to it. I mean, I almost wonder if uh, him, you know, being on tour with Down for a little bit didn't rub off on him, you know, in that, that aspect. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. Are, are you familiar with his solo albums, uh, like Heaven and Hell? 
I've heard a little bit of it, and, and that's the thing is I know how diverse he can be. I mean, he can play everything from classical to thrash to pretty right. much whatever he wants to do. But I'm a big yeah. fan of stuff like Opus too, where you know every song's ten minutes long and has you know forty-seven different parts to it. And uh, not that I necessarily would want Zach to do something like that, but to me, he doesn't have any of those epic songs like. You know, I'm not referring to him like Metallica, but, you know, Master of Puppets is, you know, longer, there's more to it than the average song they do. I wish he would, you know, go that extra mile every once in a while. That makes any sense. Yeah, no, it does. So you see this as sort of a classic Black Label Society album, but you wish you had a little bit more from it. Is that that fair? Yeah, very fair. Okay, cool. Parrish, what do you think of that? Well... I think Noah's a little bit heavier than I am, and that's what made us click as roommates. Um, uh-huh. But uh, you know what? I challenge any other guitar- mainstream guitarist out there, and that's including guys like Slash and the whoever, what the fuck his name is from Avenged Sevenfold, right. to match anything that Zach has ever done or ever will do. And, yeah, exactly. The ref, uh, Jeremy White, just chimed in there. Yeah. Upstairs. On the counter. Anyway, Jeremy White just chimed in there. John Five. uh, John Five, yeah, he may be great on an Ibanez or a Jackson, but you put him on a solid made of... uh, Fuck, what's it made of? Uh, Rosewood? Rosewood, Les Paul, and see what he can do on that. I mean, you know, you've got, you've got your Eddie Van Halen, you've got your Zach Wilds, you've got your Dimebag Daryls. Yeah. You've got your Lindsey Buckinghams. And I know that though he's not metal, but, you know, I dare anybody to match him. Um, so, so what one. you're saying yeah. is, so what you're saying is, if you create a unique sound, that's enough to be considered a legitimate metal guitarist, if you will. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. Let's put Jeremy on the phone. I want to ask Jeremy what he thought about it. Okay. Here's Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. This is Brian. How's it going, man? I'm doing great. Tell me what you thought about the album, Black, uh, what is it, Black uh, Catacombs of the Black Vatican. What would you think? Uh, it reminded me a lot of uh, Hangover music, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> of course, it was, you know, it's, it's Zach, you know, so I love yeah. it, of course, but, you know. Well, let me ask you this. What I'm hearing from basically all you guys, including Parrish, is that this is not his best effort. Would you agree with that? I agree with that totally. Yeah. Do you have a favorite album of his? Uh, of course, it's 1919, but, you know. Yeah. 1990. I mean, that, was the, that was the heavier version, you know, but, you know, of course, you like the, the mellower version, which is Hangover Music or uh, Black Catacombs, yeah. you know, but, yeah, you know, that's just me, you know. It just depends on what you're in the mood for, you know. Right. So when you want Zach Wilde, you basically want him full-on dialed up to 11, Kick-ass heavy metal, right? Not necessarily. You know, I mean, okay. Zach Wilde is a, is a, is a poet. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, and he can he can he can put you to sleep, or he can he can rock you out. You know? 
Right. And and right. that that that's my that's my opinion. You know. It's okay. Just so what it's, you're in the mood for, you know, whether you want to go to sleep or whether you want to rock out, you know, and and Zach Rock can 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 do either, either one of those for you. Okay. So is it fair to say that you think that Zach has sort of a, a range of styles, and that if you like his mellower style, this album is good for it. Okay. Is that Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Oh. Okay. Cool. So I'll tell you what, Jeremy. Why don't you put Noah back on the phone real quick? All right. There you go, Noah. Thanks, Jeremy. No problem, bro. I don't know what to think about all that. <laughs> hey, Noah. Let me ask you this. Jeremy said that there's a range of style with Zach. Would you agree with that? Oh, definitely. Like, that, that, that definitely. Go and he can go. He can go whatever direction he wants to. And that that almost speaks directly to my point that, you know, I wish he he would. He, would expand it beyond those certain directions. Like he, he does, you know, more bluesy kind of stuff really well, classical stuff really well. You know, right. he, he, he rocks out whatever direction, you know, thrash or just, you know, the groove kind of stuff. But yeah. uh, I, I don't know, that seems really diverse, but Zach's been doing that for a long time and doing it so great that, I mean, I even feel like some of the leads on the album, like the first song, it's almost like he just went in there and played the first thing that came out. and like, okay, that's good enough. Yeah. I mean, and it's awesome because he, he, plays extremely well but it to me yeah. it's just it sounds like he he doesn't maybe his heart's not in it the way it used to be or something i don't know i mean I, who might have judged zach obviously but right you know. right so so is it fair to say that you think he kind of mailed this one in uh, i i think there are certain songs he focused on more than other ones i think some of them were kind of just by rote like this is you know what i do i can just kind of shit this one out you yeah, know, and it's still yeah. be good. And then there's other cool. ones I feel like that are different that he really focused on and that meant a lot more to him maybe than some of the other songs. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Excellent uh, summation, dude. Well, listen, I appreciate your opinion, man. I tell you what, uh, we're going to get out of this. Uh, the first part of this was a little hard to hear, but I think my editor can kind of put it together. So uh, when we get it together, I'll let Parrish know and you guys can listen to it. If, if you want, go to the Great Metal Debate. I mean, we've got lots of interviews up of band members and, and different stuff. So just feel free to check it out, dude. Oh, man, I hear you guys are doing a great job over there. And, uh, you know, we got to keep the metal out there. So keep up, keep it up for sure. Hey, Thanks dude, we're, we're having a freaking fun time. I don't care if anybody's listening. It's a lot of fun, dude. There's nothing better than sitting around and being able to talk about metal. Hell yeah, <laughs> man. Listen, man, we might catch up with you again somewhere down the road, okay? All right. Thanks a lot. All right, take care, Noah. Put Parrish back on if you would. All right, here he is. Yellow. All right, last segment. Here we go, Parrish. So, so your referee and your friend Noah, they were a little harsher on Zach this time. Not harsher. They were a little more, uh, you know, discerning about this, this album. Um, is it safe to say that you like this album? Yes, definitely. Yeah. What, is it safe to say that it's sort of a different uh, sound for Zach? No, I mean, he's done it before on Hangovers Volume 4, but this right. version here is actually a little bit heavier. Yeah. Um, it's what he probably should have been doing back in the mid-90s. Yeah, okay, okay, cool. All right, dude, well, listen. Great assessment. I'm going to end this by saying that I really like this album. This is one of my favorite albums of his. Yeah, I enough. like it a lot myself. Cool. You know, I love the different styles. Now, um, 
and, and listen, let me say thank you to Jeremy and to Noah and to Cousin Parrish, man. We always appreciate your input, and especially as Uber Black Label Society fans. And thank oh, you for listening to the Great Podcast. SDMF all the way, man.